Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is Baden Schaff. Now, Baden, we've known each other for a long time, and we first got to know each other through just through swimming and, and coaching. But uh, about seven years ago, actually, you introduced me to this app that you created called Skillist. And this is what we've been using to do analysis and and coach people at our at our clinics because this is the greatest analysis tool that I've come across that and use as part of our swimming and, and coaching. So I wanted to get you on the podcast today to talk a bit about the app it, itself. And it doesn't need to you don't, you don't need to sell the app. It's just amazing. I'm going to talk about it. But I want to get you on just to talk about how athletes and coaches can use video analysis and how to use remote coaching to Im- improve because I've had a lot of experience over the last couple of years. We've used Skillist for about seven years now and it's only gotten better. So I just wanted to get you on to, to talk a bit about that. So welcome to the podcast. Awesome, mate. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a long-time listener, so this is this will be cool. Before I heard about Skillist and found out what you were doing, we were running clinics and we do underwater filming and analysis and I would employ someone two days a week to name, export, download, re-upload, and then send out the videos. It was a cumbersome process and it just made me not like I almost didn't want to run the clinics because there's so much back-end work afterwards to get everything out. And then you introduced me to Skillist and what we do now is like it's just we film, upload it, or add it to the app. I do the analysis and I'm talking over drawing lines and angles and then I hit stop after that recording. And then when I get back home, I just hit upload and it's done. The person can get the video, they can get their analysis and communicate back and forth. So it's literally saved me two days of full-time employment of someone to do all this back-end work, which was really clunky. And you know, sometimes we get things wrong there too. Like it just makes things so simple. So it's, it's just been the, the biggest, it's just been such a, a game changer for, for what we do for in-person coaching. And I think a lot of swim coaches don't actually know about it because i mean you're primarily a golf app that's how it started but now you're branching into other sports but do you want to like tell those listening like how did this come about what why did you create it yeah absolutely so i mean we created it for a bunch of different reasons but the primary one was that because the platform itself is obviously this incredible in-person tool that, you know, the way you use it, you've done over six and a half thousand lessons on the platform now. But the cool thing about it is that it's like the number one online lesson tool in golf, right? So anyone in the world, any coach in the world and any student in the world can like interact with each other completely remotely. So obviously during COVID, it was, you know, fantastic for us, terrible event, obviously, but incredible for golfers like to be able to literally stand in their backyard you know put up a net hit balls and interact with the best coaches around the world so it's a it is this beautiful combination of an in-person tool but this incredible online tool and that inspiration came many years ago it was like 20 years ago i um because i'm a, a pga member i'm a teaching pro um you know 20 years ago I remember getting my first ever golf lesson. Well, it was 25 years ago I got my first golf lesson and I was just inspired by the whole event, like how you could move someone's body and change their wrist angles and it completely changed their ball flight. And I was just like blown away. And I turned to the coach and said, right, how do I do this for the rest of my life? And I meant coaching. I didn't mean 
Like, how do I learn you know, how to become a pro player? I just love the idea that you could fix someone's golf swing so quickly and help their game. And I'd always been a bit of a technique freak, grew up swimming, absolutely loved swimming. That's how you and I know each other. You were actually giving me swimming lessons even before you got onto Skillis. But what happened during my sort of growth and process, I moved to Queensland. I worked with this guy, this coach called Gary Edwin, who's one of the greatest golf coaches in the world. His players have won like $80 million globally playing on all tours around the world. And Gary was literally doing online lessons 20 years ago. But there, his version of online lessons, like even before I got there in 2002, people were sending VHS tapes, right, of their golf swim doing <laughs> from like Holland and New York. It was unbelievable. He'd then create a video and send it back through the mail to, you know, for them to what they need to work on with their motion and things like that. But obviously that had evolved by the time I got there. Email was getting bigger. Video sharing inside email was a nightmare, but people were so desperate for his IP, they'd go to any lengths to like send their goal swings to him. Even like online banking wasn't even working properly at that stage. PayPal was, you know, fledgling and YouTube. Like it, it was just a nightmare to share video. And, but people were going, doing anything to get his information. So I was watching all this happening. I was like, well, this is clearly the future when someone figures out how to make it actually work properly. And then I went overseas. I taught over in Europe and, and Southeast Asia. And when I was overseas, and this is just so applicable to all sports and any coach out there and any student, any swimmer out there will be able to appreciate this. When I had the student in front of me, it was amazing. Like you could fix their ball flight. They hit it the best they'd ever hit it. Same with swimming. It's the fastest they've ever moved through the water. I totally can feel that. But as soon as they disappeared, it was like it would just go. Like they'd have it for three days and then, you know, they'd come back two or three weeks later and they're like, yeah, I had it going for a while. It was pretty good, but I've lost it. I didn't know ever film myself. I didn't know what I was looking at. And so basically, you know, we sort of then, you know, then in probably about eight years ago, I was teaching one of my students who was a student obviously coming at the same problem from the opposite end, where, which the main problems were, I need to interact with you far more often than this, like, you know, brief interaction standing on the mat. Like that's, as I say to my students now, it's 2% of it, like the mat interaction or the driving range interaction, or the pool interaction, that's like 2% of it. It's like what you're doing on your own, which is the um, most important bit. But then I was also acutely aware that, that every coach out there was right for a student, but that student might necessarily be in their geographical area. So the coach that I learned everything from, this guy Gary Edwin, was unbelievably different in the way he taught to everyone else, like literally you couldn't like get two more diametrically opposed models from what he believed to what the you know the average person believed, and it's the same in swimming. Like you watch, I'm not going to name any names, but like there's so many you know styles you watch you know on Instagram and and everywhere. It's like, well, that guy's saying that thing, and that girl's saying that thing, and that guy's. So obviously, it's true for some people, but what we had to do was create a marketplace that not only allowed you to coach in person, coach people around the world, but be discoverable by our students by swimmers, by golfers all around the world, essentially. So so now when you go in and have a look at your profile, Brenton, it's got like, this is who Brenton is, this is how much he charges for online lessons, this is where he you know, coaches at, and he's done 6,000 golf lessons, and these are all of his ratings and reviews, of which I was reading one of your reviews the other day, mate, and I don't know if you saw it, but the gentleman said, unequivocally, the best sports coach at any sport in the world, or something like that. <laughs> so, wow, he's good. So, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
But there's no other platform in the world that actually allows a coach to have a consumer-facing profile that makes them discoverable by any by any student or swimmer, a golfer, whatever it might be around the world. So the exciting thing is now, Brenton, I suppose, is that we're now for the very first time. I've been holding back for seven years, and Brenton's been the only coach, literally the only coach outside of golf for seven years that's been using the platform. But we've proven that it does work in swimming, and we're now launching in swimming quite literally in the next day or so. By the time this gets out, it will be up and running. So you'll be able to click through. This episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Form Smart Swim Goggles. They're more than a pair of goggles. Meet the world's most powerful swim platform. See yourself improve with Form Smart Swim Goggles, including a free one-year membership when you purchase your goggles for only $249 US dollars. They've currently changed up their offer where you can now get the goggles and you have one-year membership included for free. And if you'd like to continue with the membership going forwards, it's only 15 US dollars a month where you get access to their workouts, training plans, and custom workout builder. But you'll always have access to the real-time data in the goggles, so you never lose access to that. My favorite thing about the form goggles is having the instant feedback of what times you're doing, what stroke rate you're doing, and also the ability to see what your heart rate is. Because never before have we been able to have these immediate feedback heads-up display where it's actually telling you what your intervals are. So when I wear the goggles in training, I like that I know my split for the first 50 and the 100 and the 150. So every single lap, I'm getting that feedback on what my pace is. And I find it such an important tool for being able to not only have different gears where you can switch between the different speeds that you want to swim, but it helps you develop those gears and it helps you intuitively know how fast you need to go before you're going to blow up or before you're going to go a little bit too hard. So it helps you just get really good at judging your pace for when you do go to a race. And even if you're not wearing the goggles in a race, it's that intuition and that ability to develop your pacing that these goggles can really help with. To get your pair of form goggles and save 15% off, use our link formswim.com forward slash effortless or use the coupon effortless at checkout and that will get you 15% off your pair of goggles using our special link formswim.com forward slash effortless or the code effortless at checkout. Yeah, it's really exciting to have that ability for swimmers or triathletes to be able to go through Skillist and choose choose a coach that they feel is right for them and then they can just send their swimming videos through and get an analysis, get a lesson from, from that person. And there's going to be some elite swimmers on there yeah, and we're going to have one coming up on this this podcast as well yeah. who people will see really soon and then also you know elite uh, elite coaches and in swimming and and i think triathlon as well i think there'll be a lot that will sort of come on board so mm. I, and for me like this is though this is kind of my bread and butter this is what i do it's stroke analysis it's it's feedback so by sort of sharing this i'm open, opening up the options for people to choose from different coaches and like and as you said like it, I might not be the right person to, you know, coach someone, you know, whatever they're working towards. Like I, they might, they might have a better option. So by sharing all of this, it's like, well, I might have less swimmers that are sending their videos to me, but like, I really like this platform and I've just found it so beneficial as a coach. And then for the athletes that I work with, it's just like, it is, it's magic. And what I love seeing is when, if I'm coaching in person, and we upload a video, we're going through the analysis. People are seeing themselves swim in their, their jaws on the floor. They're like, oh my God, I cannot believe that is me. Yeah. And then we slow it down and, and ask them, what can you, like, is there anything you can see here that you think you could improve? And 
sometimes people will get it and they're like, okay, my, I can see my hips are dropping. I can see I'm over rotating. But then sometimes people are like, I've got no idea where to start. And either way, it's like the videos can show you and you really just need to, to slow it down. And even me personally, like I can't pick things up straight away. Sometimes I just need to slow it down and dig a little bit deeper. And with being able to just sort of go frame by frame with it, to be able to draw the lines and the angles and, and just use the tool, it makes it much easier to, uh, you know, to do that. And well, I also want to just talk about filming tips as well, because I get asked this so often, how do I film myself swimming? Well, if you don't have a friend or, you know, or coach there to film you, then what I'd suggest is if you've got a phone, just front and side views, good. And if you've got a GoPro or an underwater camera, or even a, even a phone, just get like a waterproof um, pouch as long as your phone's somewhat water resistant in case it does leak but just get a waterproof pouch and film yourself from the front and side angles as well just make sure you're far enough away from the camera so probably a lane across so you can see everything that's happening and the other thing as well with that too is if you have a gopro you can get like a, a tripod they're called gorilla pods they've got bendable legs and you can wrap that around a lane line you can wrap it to the you know, to the, to the stairs or to the handles on the stairs, or you can just sit it on the bottom of the pool, which a lot of the swimmers I coach do. So there's a lot of, or you can get a GoPro clamp as well and attach that to the, the lane line as well. So there's lots of options there, but something like a, a tripod with bendable legs that you can wrap around something or sit on the bottom of the pool and angle it, that is, that's all you need. So it takes a little bit to get set up, but once you've got it, like it's very easy. And the swimmers that I coach are just like, yep, all right, five minutes, I can film these different angles. And I just said, they, then they just send it to me and it's just a part of their training. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I, I use it with you. Like I, I was lucky enough. I will, my, my wife goes to the gym and I'll be in the pool doing my version of a set. And I'll, as, as she comes down, like at the end of the set, I'll be like, Hey, can you just grab your phone? I'll grab my phone and capture this. She gets me coming up and down the lane and then goes around to 90 degrees, I suppose, side on and, and captures that as well. And I mean, we, even without the, you know, the underwater GoPro stuff, which is probably, if you could get that, that's unbelievable. But I just get so much out of working just those angles. And I saw some footage of myself. We're actually up on my Bucks party <laughs> a few months ago and we went out on a boat out in the middle of Sydney Harbour. And we had a race out around, you know, out around the yachts and came back and my brother actually captured it. And I was like, hey, my form looks pretty good there considering I've had three beers sort of thing. So, <laughs> so it was good to be able to see it and go, oh, wow, that's like, that's really getting towards where I want it to look sort of thing. So it's great. Yeah. And I want to sort of just touch on some of the themes that you've seen working well with remote coaching, yeah. because I know a lot of the triathletes that I know and that I coach they have a, a triathlon coach that is remote. They're sending them programs via training peaks or today's plan. And so they're being coached remotely already. And I think it's, you know, people are quite accustomed to that remote coaching now, whereas back 10 years ago, not so much yep. necessarily. So what, what are some themes that you've seen working well with a, a good student coach relationship in golf? Because, you know, hundreds of golf coaches and, and athletes using the platform. And I'm sure there's been some common threads there that you see you know, helping people make good improvements. Totally. It's sort of the way the platform is, and like you know this now, Brenton, and you watch the evolution of it, like probably when we first set out to build it, what we um, built was something which was, it was taking the in-person experience and putting it online, right? So we sort of just took, 
all right, uh, well, the platform's all about video analysis, effectively, and it was just about video sharing and, like, it was about hardcore analysis and stuff like that. But as times evolved, and you've seen these tools we've built in, you know, like, there's now a messenger inside, you know, Skillis, which is like iMessage on steroids. It's got, like, you know, Zoom integrated. It's got the analysis tool. It's got payments integrated into it. It's got voice and text and all that sort of stuff, obviously, is that... What a golf lesson is, and hopefully, you know, what these swimming lessons and the swimming relationships become is they become like what we call it the little and often learning model. So rather than having huge amounts of IP just dumped on you in one go, you might actually interact with your coach four or five or six times a week. Now, that interaction can be anything from leaving a voice message where you say you've just you've just swum, like you've just competed in like an Olympic triathlon and like you basically just jump on, you know, jump on the messenger and you're paying a subscription to your coach as well. So it's like, it's basically 24 hour access with all these cool comms tools inside it. And you're just leaving voice messages. You might share a video from the race, you, but you might like, you know, or you might leave some stat sheets or something like that. But like a lesson is not just about here is my golf swing in terms of golf, like fix my goals and give me a half an hour breakdown of this swing. A golf lesson literally might be a voice message where a student jumps on after a practice session and goes, okay, I think I understand that feel you're talking about. Should I be thinking about it like this? Blah, 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 blah. Leaves the voice, bang, the coach gets to it, replies. That's what we're, that is what learning is now about, like in golf, right? It's these constant and often interactions that aren't, you know, impossible to digest like you know sometimes when you're in a pool like even when i've had in-person lessons with you it's quite an intimidating environment to try and move through water because you're trying to get through the water but you're also trying to be perfect you know because you i've only got you there for half an hour and i'm trying to get my you know my technique absolutely perfect and i'm sort of like oh god i don't know what i look like and this is super intimidating but if I could just like do like literally capture one little bit and send it back to you and go, is this what you meant? Like when I'm working it on it on my own, that's everything. Like that's a lesson. Like just like a you and you don't even need to like do a complete breakdown of the new stroke. You just like you're on the right track. Keep doing those drills or whatever it might be. Does that make sense? So that's that's where it, it's now evolved into. Okay, you now pay Brenton basically to have. 24-hour access to your brain, and so I can just bounce ideas off you. You might even see something like if you watch a meet on TV and you see someone with a ridiculous stroke or something and you, you capture it on your phone, send it to Brenton and go, this guy's doing straight arm stuff. Am I, should I be like trying that? And you're like, no, don't do that or whatever. It might be. <laughs> so that's what, that's what it's become. It's just like this amazing conversational tool Video sharing, video analysis is a big part of it. But yeah, it's it's just so much more than that now, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think too, before I started doing remote coaching, I was of the, well, I was thinking, oh, I don't think that could work. You know, the only way you can improve is with someone looking at you and and giving you in-person guidance, except that now it's it's just so much easier to get video with a phone. Just it's, it's just so easy to get that video. And then there's no pressure when that person's doing their swimming they're doing the filming to like to perform on the spot yeah so they'll just you know, record it as you say send it off and i'll be like okay this looks good but you need to go deep with your hand for this for this catch and whereas in in a lesson sometimes people are, they, they tighten up a bit like i've got to i've got to get this right now or yeah or i'll never get it right so it's yeah it's something that i've i was really surprised by with mm -hmm. how effective remote coaching can be and i think it just it, 
puts people at ease more. They know they've got more time to be able to get things right. And then they usually swim better because they're a bit more relaxed and they can have that back and forth more regularly. Totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think about a golf lesson environment is a horrible learning environment. Like you've got like an hour to get it done. You've got this intimidating golf pro standing over the top of you and like, just do it this way, blah, 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 blah. And you're standing there like semi-frozen and like the worst environment to try and execute, really. You know, like it's Mm. absolutely terrible. You're trying to get it absolutely perfect. And it's so often like I'll be, say I'm giving someone a golf lesson, it's only when you walk away and you go and get some more balls for them or whatever it is, they're like, I've got it, I'm flushing it, right? (laughs) And then you get back there and they shake the next one along the ground or something like that. And it's because like, you know, it's that pressure that like prevents you from actually executing the right way. So you, what you want is like, all right, give me my information, give me my IP. I'm going to go work at that on my own. I'm going to upload some stuff to you. And I'm also going to go on a journey of self-discovery, which is really important as well. Like I remember you said that to me as well once where you were like, all right, here's two little things you should be thinking about. And so maybe they don't both work together, but just keep your eye on the clock and see which one moves you through the water a bit faster, right? And so you can do that in your own time. And then you can go, yeah, I think this is, I've got it, like I'm moving faster and here's, you know, some footage of that. So, yeah, it's just that, that the you know, do it in your own time in a comfortable environment, um, lack of pressure and then um, constant feedback. Mm. Yeah, I, like even at clinics, so we film at the start and look, people generally swim pretty close to what they would normally swim in the beginning. Um, sometimes a little bit quicker because the pressure of the camera's there and they're going hard and, you know, we might say swim at Ironman pace yep. and they're going at like 100 meter pace. <laughs> However, like, yeah, we can still see probably what they look like. Now we go, then we do the analysis and we get in the water and we go through drills and we start working on things. And then before we do the last filming, I have them do a couple of fifties, just right, practice what you you know, what we looked at in the video and generally they're looking pretty good there they're at least making some changes and then when we get the camera out not all the time but quite often starts to fall apart a bit they're like oh i know i need to work on my rotation except like i'm also thinking about my kick and my and my catch and then it tends to fall apart because they're thinking about too too much there so if i could have this secret camera this hidden camera set up in those last couple of 50s before we film they would look a lot a lot better so i explained to them look it's not about how you look here. It's about what you practice when you go away. And these are the things I want you to work on. And I want you to work on this one thing to start with for a couple of weeks. When you feel like that's changing, move on to the next yeah. one and so on. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Yeah. The hard thing with golf is that, which is so is different to swimming in a way, is that you're always reacting to the ball flight. <laughs> so like, you know, in golf, like people like, they think they hit a good one. They think they've made a good swing, if that makes sense sort of thing. So yeah, anyway, that's sort of a bit besides the point, but it's, look, these are all, these are the challenges of being, uh, having a coach-student relationship and helping students understand what it takes to get better and what a process it is. But what we've done as coaches in the past, we've been shitouts, to be perfectly honest. We've been terrible. Like what we, we're quite transactional at times. We're just like, all right, when they're in front of me, I'll give me the, give them my full attention, but then they're on their own when they're not standing in front of, when they're not standing in front of me, we don't give them the, um, you know, the tools required, like to understand, all right, these are the drills. This is how often you need to do it. I expect to see you here and send something through then. And like, yeah, it's, um, I think as coaches, Look, I don't want to speak for swim coaches, definitely, but I know in the golf space, we've definitely been a little bit lazy in that sense. 
Mm. And in terms of the like the the tools, some of the ones that I really like being able to use with Skillers. So one is the comparison. So you can pull up a got someone's video. You can pull up. I've got like I've got a library of elite swimmers looking at different angles and and a range of different styles as well, like different freestyle strokes and same for the other strokes as well. So sometimes I'll pull up a comparison there. I'll have a look at the front view and say, all right, this is this is what Katie Ledecky is doing through her her catch and her, her pull. See here how you're going out really wide and then you're coming way under the body. Right? We want to we want it to look like this, and you can just sort of link it up and play it frame by frame through that movement. And I think for for most people, they're like, wow, okay, I can see what I need to do here. This is really clear where I'm going wrong, and ha- being able to just pull that up is is a massive one. And the other one that I really like is like the angles tool is just, is, is really simple, except it's just, it opens people's eyes up. And we've got like a range that we want people to be in with their shoulder rotation, with their catch, also with their head position. So there's all these sort of different boxes that we want people to, to fit in to be within the ideal range, no matter what sort of style that they've, they've got. And when we can just show them, oh, here you're at 78%, this should be 30 to 40 degrees. That to them, it's really clear that uh, you know, that they need to make a, a change there. And rather than just telling them, change this, you can show them very clearly with the angles or compared to an elite swimmer that all right, this is what needs to happen. And it builds up that belief and I think trust in that, like, you know what you're doing. You, they can see what a, what a good swimmer is doing as well. Mm. The visual the visual is everything. Like the visual from like seeing how other people are doing it but then, as you said before, the visual of seeing yourself relative to that, like when there is just like, I remember getting my very first golf lesson, like, you know, 25 years ago. I remember walking in going, oh, can't be much wrong with my golf swing. This has got to be perfect. And then I saw it on camera. I was like, oh, my God, that's a train wreck sort of thing. And, you know, you can, I can explain things to my students until I'm blue in the face and because feel is not real, right? Because the way something feels is not how it is. They won't believe you, like, unless they see it. They're like, no, it can't be that. It can't possibly be that. And then when you use the visual, it's like, oh, my God, like, it is that. And so they can push past the way something feels. They can push past how bad something feels because then they know they're getting closer to what could be, you know, right, but, you know, in inverted commas sort of thing. But it's... um. That's one of the hardest challenges that we have as coaches is because you only need to change something a millimetre on camera and it feels like three metres, you know, mm. in terms of their body feels. So um, once you can film it, show them, you know, how far out it sort of is and they can appreciate that because they've got the comparison, they then also know how differently it has to feel for them to move it, right? So they then exaggerate things. They get better used to exaggeration, which is the hardest thing in like for what we do. Like it is, we have to get people to exaggerate so hard to move it a millimeter. So the visual is critical for helping um, students have that, you know, that, um, that mental dissonance of like, this can't possibly be right. And they look at it and go, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm working with a guy at the moment on his, on his swim. And one of the things he does is he's very shallow through his catch. So he's, he's in a good position to start his catch. And then he's basically just pulling straight through and even moving the, the hand and the arm sh- almost shallower than where he started. it. So I need, but he needs to get his hand and forearm going downwards more just to get a better catch, get more surface area. And uh, so we, we've got it a little bit deeper. One arm's looking good. 
the other arm is is still too shallow, but he's gotten it down a bit. And so the recent feedback that I gave him, I said, I want you to do 2050s with 20 seconds in between, just keep it 60%. And I want you to count your strokes for each 50. Now, I want you to experiment with what you're doing with your right arm, because this is the one he's he's too shallow with. And I, I said, look, on one, I want you to feel like you're going like straight down, super deep. You're not even like bending the, the elbow and just count your strokes. And then I want you to do one where you feel like you're keeping the the hand really wide because he's kind of coming under, underneath himself and the fingers are pointing to the side. And so I gave him a couple of other options to be able to just try different things, experiment. I said, let yourself just fail here. But the one that gives you the lowest stroke count, provided you push off the same, provided your efforts the same, the one that gives you the lowest stroke count is likely the one that's going to be the best change. So use that feedback there in that 2050s just to figure out what what you need to do there. But like you said, you've got to exaggerate it uh, oh, because, God. yeah, it's just it just feels so different yeah. than what you, you what you what you think. Totally, and you know, getting back to the platform, and I don't want to you know carry on too much about it. We know it's great, but um, so that conversation you've had with him can happen over the process, yeah. you know, the sort of the duration of a week or a month. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you just see them in person and go, okay, good luck with that, especially if you're doing clinics like you're doing which you're only in Newcastle or Sydney or wherever you are at any one time for, you know, you might only go there three times a year sort of thing. Like, you know, how how are they supposed to know if they're doing the right thing unless they have that ability to keep bouncing off you? Um, and so that conversation you just discussed, imagine like he like can literally go and do that drill again the next day, upload some footage or even just leave a voice asking you a question or even upload some times or some data from, you know, from his watch, you know, from his Garmin or whatever it might be. Um, and you can bounce off that and keep working with them. I just think, you know, that's, it's got to be the future of progression, surely. Yeah, I, I think so. And I mean, even just uh, because with, on the student side of things, do they have the ability to slow things down as well? Yeah. Like they can essentially, maybe not use, I don't know, can they use all the tools Absolutely. there as well? Yeah, so students can analyse their own swing, sorry, swing, their own stroke, and they can, <laughs> you know, and they can save it and then they can upload like their own analysis of their own stroke to you and say, hey, is this enough angle? Have I got enough rotation? Is my kick hard enough? Whatever it might be. Mm, it's really cool because I, I just see, and look, we put a lot, of, I put a lot of videos out on YouTube analysing strokes and, and people see that, which is really cool. And I think the, the, swimming IQ of the people that come to clinics has risen over the last sort of five to 10 years that I've, I've been doing that because people have watched the videos and they know what they should be working towards. So I, I certainly see a lot more awareness around what a good stroke is and the things that they're, they're aiming for. And so with the ability to actually analyze themselves yeah. with the tool, I think that's, um, that's great because I often get asked, what tool do you use for analysis? Because coaches I used to be, used to be the, the one that coaches would use and i mean that's not that's not supported anymore and like it's just, i think it's just it's already shut down but i think it's shutting down end of the year or something and um but even even then like it's just it just doesn't compare to what what i'm able to do with skillless now mm, awesome yeah i mean the cool thing about what we've obviously built is that it's a complete end-to-end -end solution so once students go home they become part of your digital academy they can watch public videos that you've made, they can pay to continue to interact with you. So we've got payments and all that into, into integrated. So at the click of a couple of buttons, they can get 24 hour access to you. 
you then obviously are, are, are viewable by any swimmer around the world to be able to discover, you know, your profile sort of thing. So it's it's sort of not just an analysis tool, is it? It's sort of like it's a marketplace, an end-to-end solution. Um, and then obviously for students, it's a place where they can store all their analysis and, and be able to ideally, you know, I'll stick with you, obviously, Brenton, but um, discover coaches and, uh, and, you know, and be able to interact with them whenever they want. Yeah. And look, it might sound like we're um, like trying to sell skills through debt. Uh, the reason I wanted to get you on is because obviously I've used it for seven years. It is it has made the biggest difference with the in-person clinics that we've run. It's, it's basically just allowed us to, to run them because if I was still having to do what we were doing to get the videos out, I I don't think I'd want to. <laughs> like it, it was just such a pain in the ass yeah. for all the back end work. And now it's just made it so so easy. Similarly on that, just really, really quickly, we used to have golf coaches that literally in their Instagram page would say no online lessons in capital letters, right? Because it was a nightmare. Like how did people used to like email stuff and expect it for free and then you'd have to eat up, you know, do an analysis on it it's all over here. Now every single, mm. you know, golf pros around the world, like we've got 900 coaches or something that, you know, are sort of weekly active or something coaching on the app and and teaching online on the app, I should say. Now they just put mm. their little deep link inside their Instagram account that in within two clicks, any student around the world can be literally in their profile and chatting to them and, and potentially paying them for online lessons. Yeah, it is it's just such a great tool. So if you're if you're an athlete listening to this, mm. get onto your coach, whether you're a triathlon coach or your swim coach and like even if you're in a squad and, and I'd be thinking if you're like a, even a junior swimmer, like just if your coach sets up a skillless profile, they can record you swimming at training, you know, and then just upload it to the app and you can just watch that back and they might they'd be able to do an analysis in person as well. It doesn't need to take take long. Or if you're like a triathlete, you're working remotely with with your coach, you could they could set up a profile on skillless and you could just send them your video of you swimming and and get some some feedback it's a really easy way to get that feedback and and it makes it easy for the coach as well because i think that's a a big one too Where, like squad coaches i know are very time poor they've got a lot going on and uh, and for them just to be able to give like a, a few tips here and there once a week once a fortnight to the swimmers it can make a, a huge difference and this is a way where it can it doesn't have to be time consuming or it doesn't have to be extra admin for them it's something that can be done in the session and done really, you know, really easily. So if you're an athlete, like I think that would be like just say, hey, check this skillless thing out. I think you'd be be worthwhile. Just like, you know, can you give me a hand here? Or if you're a coach, then yeah, you know, obviously I think the the benefits are, are pretty obvious there of how you can use it with your with your athletes. Hundred percent. And obviously, I'd love to help any any coach or student out there to get on board it as well and understand what it's all about. But quite literally, I'm just so excited about this because like having spoken to even. You know, like I was in America recently and you're having this gentleman on next week onto your podcast. So we won't sort of, uh, we won't do any spoilers, but one of the you know greatest swimmers of our generation really. And, uh, you know, he was just saying that like for him, as successful as he is, he just can't even make that much money. He, I think he does all right, obviously, but, you know, there's like 100 Olympic swimmers in the States that, you know, don't quite make the money they should. And if we can give them an opportunity as well to coach on the platform and train, kids and adults from around the world like it's we, we we really just hope we can change the way the sport is learned and taught and help coaches ideally make a little bit more money and students get faster in the water more efficiently as well like that's the thing like getting lessons from you in person is not the cheapest thing in the world and to get the best you know the, the most out of that money they're spending you need that constant interaction that follow-up 
Mm. Well, I mean, I aside from the clinics, I don't even do face-to-face lessons anymore because I just can't. I, I, I just I don't have the the capacity for it. I don't have the time to to do it. Whereas with with Skillist, you know, I can do things. I can do online lessons, and that just makes it so much easier for me with you know, everything I've, I've got going on. So yeah, it's a, it's a great tool. And I just wanted to share this with those that are listening, because whether you are an athlete or a coach, there is a benefit there. You can, you can use it to get faster. And if you haven't done any filming before, just whip out your phone, get someone to, to film you. And I know there's some, you know, sometimes pools won't allow it, but if you're in that situation where you can, it's, it's the best thing you can do for your swimming. Cause it's going to be eye opening for better or worse. It's going to be eye opening and it will certainly give you an idea of what you can do to get faster. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, really excited to launch. And I suppose we'll put the link maybe in the show notes or something, Brent, for anyone that wants to come and join Skillist. And as I said, like more than happy, my, my email is also baden at skillist.com. So B-A-D-E-N, a bit of a strange one, but I got to live with it. And uh, yeah, at skillist.com. And if you email me, I can help anyone on their journey as well. Fantastic. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.